Hello and welcome to ESPN Cricket Post Stump Mike. I'm Karthik Ayer speaking to you after the fourth day's play of the fourth and final test between Australia and India at the Gabba. With me today on the panel are Gaurav Sundaraman. Hey Gaurav. Hi. One more day to go. Yeah, uh, one of the really good series uh, is coming to an end. But yeah, let's see how whether we have one last twist tomorrow or not. And also with Gaurav on Stump Mike today is someone I've been trying to get on for a few days now and I've finally succeeded. Karthik Krishnaswamy, welcome. Hey man, good to be here. Awesome. It's, it's great having you as well. Okay, Karthik, I'll start directly with you and let's answer the most pressing question of the day. Why didn't Australia declare? Uh, yeah, I was thinking that too. Like Especially after uh, Cameron Green was out and... Uh, the ball was like behave like it was the bounce was quite inconsistent then and already smith had been hit on his glove pain had been hit on his glove too i think and uh, yeah so then you thought uh, do you really want to expose your bowlers to this and maybe lose one of them to injury but uh, then dan brettig had tweeted that maybe it could be because of uh, you know how fatigued australia's bowlers are they've all four of them have played all four tests and uh, like they bowled a lot in Sydney in that second innings and they bowled a lot again in India's first innings here. Not much of a gap between the two tests. So I'm guessing that's probably the main reason why Australia didn't declare even though the weather forecast was what it was and even though the pitch was behaving like this. Yeah, Gaurav, let's start at the beginning of the day. Yeah? Marcus Harris and David Warner. Australia started started pretty fast, I felt. I mean, they were going at almost four runs per over. Was it that over of Siraj that changed it? Because when he took two wickets in the same over of Labushain and Matthew Wade? I don't really think so. I think they would have just continued to play that. Uh, yes, obviously, two wickets. Then they they wanted to get to a safe target first. I think that that was always... That must have been the plan, you know. 250, 260 first to make sure that... Uh, uh, we can't technically, as in Australia, can't lose. And then you move on to uh, trying to actually set a target. So I think the previous game, as well as just the fact that India have been doing very well and Australian bowlers have been a bit tired, a combination of all these factors made uh, Australia uh, believe that, I, I guess, just let's be safe. Uh, let's get 330 uh, on the board as a target and then, and then they'll figure it out, I guess. So... I, I think maybe if they know that India may not go for the win and might play for the draw, could help them, right? So, uh, that could be maybe a thought process. But yeah, we'll know tomorrow if uh, India will uh, look to go. Because, you know, in Gaba, the outfield is very quick and ball comes on well. So, you can actually score some um, uh, boundaries and you can score quickly. You need to take wickets. And like KK said, if the cracks are going to do something tomorrow, uh, then uh, then it's a different ball game. Yeah, there was this comment on our ball-by-ball commentary by one of our readers. Ian is his name. It said, perversely, Australia's best chance of winning is to be bowled out. Most captains are too cautious with their declaration. Now, KK, by all accounts, um, Tim Payne was going to declare the ball after... It was Hazelwood, right? It was the last weekend. Yeah, yeah, the ball yeah. after, after Hazelwood fell. But did it come... Did it come just a bit too late? Because I felt, especially when Green was batting, everyone else was batting at a fair click. Mm -hmm. Cameron Green maybe had probably his toughest day with the bat in Test cricket so far. He's he's looked pretty impressive in the four tests with the bat in hand. But today, he just seemed off the pace a bit. Yeah, I think he's 
you know uh, at a stage in his career where uh, you know how like these really muscular big all rounders tend to bat which is either like block or like bash and uh, at this stage of his career he doesn't seem to have like that ability to just maneuver the ball around like steve smith was batting at the other end and you know he was scoring at will but of course he's steve smith and uh, he you don't compare anyone with him right now but uh, even so you could sense that there's an, a batsman batting at one end and all rounder at the other uh, i'm sure he'll like add those uh, you know those nuances to his game in due course he's still very young but today it just looked like uh, he got kind of stuck there uh, especially i think india were also bowling quite smartly to him where they were kind of because he has this big front foot stride and like he becomes an lbw candidate so they were bowling like quite full and straight to him and uh, uh that made it quite difficult for him to score as well uh as to whether they declared too late i don't know i think once they made the decision that uh you know they want to like give themselves only so much time or they want to give their bowlers a little more rest or whatever run cushion then i mean it's fair enough i guess Yeah I suppose so the proof of the pudding will be tomorrow. Yeah. Of course if Australia end up winning I mean we won't be discussing their their non declaration at all. So at the end of the day Australia were bowled out for 294. We will come to India's bowling performance and in particular Mohammad Siraj and Shardul Thakur but before that one last point about Australia's declaration and this is one of the biggest talking points today because it has come from a tweet by none other than Gaurav Sundaram. and now gorov you have tweeted that now that the concept of the world test championship is around australia might prefer 10 points to 30 and may look at it the larger prize this is the one incentive in such situations which is which was non existent few years ago fair enough but then you go on to say that surely a wtc that is the world test championship is greater than the border gavaskar trophy i would assume explain yourself these stats no so this the whole, at least uh, before the concept of wtc was not there so i don't think you you even need to think about uh, something like this but right now we don't know about the uh, south africa tour maybe the australian players know something we don't which maybe they're not planning to tour we don't know all those details if that tour is cancelled 10 points is enough for them to make a, a play in the wtc final and you know slowly over the years i'm guessing that if uh, icc tweak the format a little bit and they make their changes so maybe in the next few years uh, this becomes one of the most elite uh, title because we all know how the icc ranking system works in a way right it doesn't really uh, uh, say that which is the best team because it doesn't consider home away etc but this uh, wtc will become a more uh, uh, something which all teams will play for and every test match is a, a very has a lot of context so yeah the fact that if they can't uh, by going for the win with would they risk a loss is something maybe they'll have to think more and more with the wtc on and they're pretty well placed right so if they get a draw tomorrow then yes definitely it's not the result australia would want against such a, a indian team missing so many stars but a one all is still better than a 2-1 because then they have to win uh, in south africa quite a lot and it's not that easy so Um, it's just a thought process at least the concept of wtc was not even there few years back so you'll always want to win all your series but now what's the next best thing i think this is the approach yeah you you make a fair argument and i haven't gone through your replies but 
I'm, I'm guessing a lot of people will not agree with you, especially with the way the WTC stands today. I mean, we haven't, haven't had one edition of the tournament yet. Yeah, I think so. People obviously will uh, uh, value this series even more. I'm not saying Australia are not valuing it, but you know, the, the concept of even taking such a decision to play for a draw or get 10 points in the bag uh, might actually work, you know, in the longer run. You might, if the... If, like I said, the WTC becomes valuable and if Australia go on to win the championship this year. So, you know, whether you call the ranked team ranked one as the best team or whether who won the WTC as the best team, I think it will go move towards the rankings will slowly take a back seat. That's what I I, I believe. I don't know what whether KK agrees with me or not. But uh, yeah, so that's why I said the Border Gavaskar Trophy as of now, obviously Australia want to win it and you don't, they've lost last time to India. They haven't held it for what, since 2014-15. So they surely want it. But uh, what is the next best option is this? That's a very interesting point. I'm just like uh, slightly amused that when the WTC first came in, everyone was like, uh, this actually gives teams more incentive to, I don't know. I don't think they would have thought that one of the incentives it offered teams was to like uh, play for draws more because of the points on offer there. Uh, But um, no, I, I don't know. I don't know whether this is part of Australia's thinking at all. Uh, and again, we don't know what's going to happen with the South Africa tour. Uh, like I said, it's interesting. I'm, I don't have a view on it either way. I, um, yeah, I mean, it's not a bad thing to play for if you're playing for that. But again, like assuming, I mean, rain is the only thing that's making us think about all this right now, because, uh, if it hadn't rained today, like we would have had. Uh, another 23 overs today and a full day's play tomorrow. Uh, because of the rain, the draw comes in to the picture a lot more. Otherwise, I don't think the draw would have en- entered the calculations as well. Uh, because by now, the pitch is doing a little too much. And uh, also, it's a quick, it's a weird pitch. Like uh, GS said, it's, uh, it's a quick scoring pitch, but also one where you can get out pretty quickly. So, uh, yeah, I don't think the draw would have come into the picture if not for the rain. Gaurav, if, if nothing else, what you have done is given the two Karthiks here and almost everyone else listening something to think about. I just want to make one small thing uh, point regarding this. Obviously, the situation has not happened uh, yet. But imagine, like KK said, uh, imagine a situation where both Australia and India need 10 points to make the WTC final. And today, this is the situation. Don't you think both teams would want to play for the draw? We've not reached that state yet, but some point in WTC in the future, we will end up having such situations. So both teams could literally play for the draw to ensure both of them make it to the final. So, and that day the ICC will change some and bring in some new rules. So let's wait for that. Yeah, it it it, it is bound to reach such a stage. I remember in football there was this one World Cup where the two sides, I forget Germany and another one, needed a draw. Yeah, and they both just oh, played no, no, out. Sorry, the Algeria got knocked out because of that. I forget who. Yeah, yeah. 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 It was Germany and, and another side. But yeah. yeah. Anyway, so it, it, there is going to be a stage where this is going to happen. But now let's 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 focus on India and their bowling. And Karthik, we'll we'll start with you here. Has anyone anyone had a bigger star making series than Mohammad Siraj? Uh, I mean, who would have thought, right? Like. That at the end of the fourth test, he will be the highest wicket taker for India. And not just that, like every test, he's bowled really well too. Like, uh, 
it's it's not easy to for a debutant to go to australia and adjust to those pitches so so seamlessly i mean there have of course been like a few spells where he's bowled a few bad balls and all that will happen to anyone who's that inexperienced but like most of the time he's been right there like in that good length or just short of good length area he swung it when uh, you know like that cameron green dismissal in uh, melbourne here he showed he can hit the deck hard and get it to seam and like exploit that uncertain bounce as well so uh, yeah he's got a lot of skill uh, he can swing it both ways he can seam it he's got a lot of energy through the crease i mean he's probably not as quick as saini uh, who can go like mid 140s but he's quick enough like he gets into like 138 142 type thing quite often as well so he's a really big big find for india yeah about about saini a little unfortunate for him he of course he went at over 6 runs per over today but that i think a lot to do with him not being yeah. not being fully fit i'm surprised that uh, india may got him to bowl today i mean you could clearly see he was bowling at like 70% of his capacity and yeah you would you would hope that uh, that navdeep saini gets gets another crack at at this level got up but about about siraj and maybe this is me being unfair on umesh and it's extreme recency bias here but is he about umesh yadav now in the pecking order see i think like kk said the fact that for the debutant and i don't yes he has good uh, first class record but it's very hard we've seen so many bowlers uh, debut away from home and struggle and bowl the a lot of balls down the leg side get carried away by the pace as recent as pakistan remember their debutants how uh, they didn't really do so well when there was so much uh, hype about all these guys musa nasim shah etc so the thing is it's not easy and uh, he's been very consistent that's what i was uh, very impressed with he was always on and off about off stump bowled a short ball bowled the full ball and he was very consistent kept the plan and uh, and getting warner out early what twice i think yeah twice he got him out early which was again very key he saw what warner can do today he showed glimpses of what he could do and uh, all that matters a lot and i think siraj um, uh, getting a five wicket haul has uh, capped it up and uh, yeah he's uh, definitely uh, i won't say again It's too early to say whether he's ahead of Umesh or anything, but as of now, I think he is in a good position uh, to start uh, in the Test series. If others are, uh, if your first pace attack is injured, I think uh, he has a good uh, uh, four four more Tests to play against England. So, looking forward to that. Yeah, and the other the other star man from this Gabba Test also for India has been uh, Shardul Thakur KK. Uh, three wickets in the first innings, four in the second. That's seven in total, plus a half century. plus he may have a very very important role to to play tomorrow after the unfortunate disaster that that was his debut test where he bowled what 10 balls and and that was good this was feel must feel so good from his point of view yeah i was very impressed with his bowling today because uh first innings he was a little bit all over the place you could see that he you know he could swing it you could see that he bowls quite a brisk pace and all that and uh he's quite a clever bowler too but in the first innings he was kind of spraying it around but today he was really good like he uh i think he kind of turned the a uh, game a little today because uh, warner and harris were kind of running away with it early on then he came on and not just the wicket he took but like immediately he settled into that uh, rhythm 
and uh, yeah i was very impressed with him today he bowled a really tight line both to right hander and left hander very close to off stump forcing them to play so uh, i thought it was a very good uh, display and go uh, adding to what he did with the bat yesterday what a great debut yeah so india managed to bat rohit sharma and uh, shubman gill managed to bat just the 11 balls before rain interrupted play again uh, we lost about an hours worth of play i'm assuming australia wanted that last hour to bowl to india they'll have 98 overs at the max tomorrow india are at 4 for 0 we don't expect to get all the 98 overs in gaurav but looking ahead to tomorrow firstly starting with rohit and shubman who probably has the the most important role to play when it comes to india either saving this test or maybe hey going for the win as well yeah i think they'll take it uh, session by session though it's not both rohit and gill are going to continue to play their na- normal no- normal game and i know these generally these guys won't uh, play for the draw as such they will go for it as in they will at least look, maybe assess at the at t or maybe one hour before t and see where they stand uh, i think it's all about uh, how the the pitch behaves you know in sydney the pitch didn't really offer much so uh, india were obviously able to play their natural game natural strokes here if the odd one the moment variable bounce comes i've heard a lot of players say how uh, their mindset changes you never know uh, when the ball is going to keep low though I, apart from i think one ball to green i don't see, i didn't see too many balls that really kept low so that way it's okay but uh, yes jarring off a crack that could uh, Uh, cause some problems again uh, if australia need early wickets australia need to set it up if at all they need to uh, really uh, get the win assuming that the last session might again be uh, kind of washed out uh, based on the forecast um, so they need to get like three four wickets very early on tomorrow and otherwise india might just assess and then with pant and um, rohit uh, around who knows even mayank for that matter all these are pretty aggressive uh, cricketers who can uh, quickly score a lot of boundaries so it's not and it is never going to be a problem if they have wickets so it'll be very interesting it's very hard uh, it's never been what india have chased twice about 250 away from home uh, once in sri lanka in 2002 and uh, the famous uh, 406 uh, against the west indies which uh, india did so it's not that that straightforward like Uh, we think but yeah this crazy things have happened in this series which is why uh, i think all of us are even expecting india to uh, maybe chase it down or at least uh, save the game if they bat full 98 overs i don't see it uh, being a draw i think it later be a india win or australia win if the full uh, day's play happens Yeah, the equation is simple kk for australia they they need the 10 indian wickets you spoke about the fatigue that their bowling lineup has had which has been a constant throughout the four tests that we have seen but i guess if there's time for one final push this is it from i think arguably or, or maybe there is no argument there the best test bowling lineup currently i mean if uh, you're if you have a fully fit india attack i would dispute that and also new zealand uh, new zealand's attack right now especially at home is like i mean it's really really good so there is an argument to be had over that uh i think it's a big day for nathan line because uh, like he's not bowled badly at all through the series but really uh, he's been okay but uh, uh I think India have played him well, and also like a little bit of luck has not gone his way. Uh, I saw Washington Sundar getting a little bit of 
turn, especially in the morning when the ball was still quite new. Uh, and uh, I think Lion definitely spins it harder than uh, Washington does. And uh, I think he'll have a big role to play here. He, he's got a really good record at the Gabba as well. So I'm assuming if we have a full 98 overs that uh, Lion is going to bowl some long spells and Australia will probably like rotate their fast bowlers in like shorter spells uh, because of the fatigue that we've spoken about. Mm-hmm. No, fair enough. Okay, okay, okay. Your final word on this podcast. What are your predictions for tomorrow? So the last time I was on this podcast was the day before what turned out to be the final day of the Adelaide Test. <laughs> and I was like, it's uh, Kohli's final innings of the tour. He's going to... I expect 100 from him and stuff. And we know what happened there. So... It's that sort of a series, no, KK, where you just can't predict anything, I guess. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to say we're going to lose about 40 overs uh, to rain. Uh, but Australia are still going to get kind of close to a win. But India will somehow hold on. So, a thrilling draw and India come away with the border Gavaskar trophy. Gaurav, your turn. I had a very similar answer actually. But since he's told that, I let me just say I think Australia might just pull it off. Australia to pull it off. Will we see a repeat of Adelaide or will it be like like the uh, where was it the SCG where India earned a draw? Excellent. Gaurav and KK, thank you so much for joining us today. Hey, there's just one day to go. It's been a tremendous, tremendous series so far. We'll talk to you after the test tomorrow.